0: Warning: The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive.
1: Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been stunning. Please via the internet to tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast.
0: hello and welcome to another episode of the untitled wrestling podcast today it is just the two of us it's me troy (laughs) joined by aaron jay is off taming his beard with some new thatch face products or something like that or drinking some top rope beer how you doing man
1: at least we don't have to hear him say mr is off anymore
0: Uh, so, raw. Uh, should we get into it?
1: Eh, aye. Why not, strike?
0: We will. But before we do that, where can people let us know what they thought of it?
1: You can get us on the Facebook and YouTube for uh, dress Wrestler. No, no, Aaron. I've done <laughs> this. Come
0: on, a you've Come done on. this so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, haven't even got the, anyway. you, you haven't even got the pressure of Jay this time. And you still <laughs> fluffed it.
1: <laughs> if you want to tell us how you feel about this episode, go to Untitled Wrestling Podcast at Facebook, or you can go to our Twitter at Untitled Wrestling Pod.
0: Nice. Lovely stuff. We'll get rid of that first bit. Nah, we won't. <laughs> we'll let Jay hear that. <laughs> so, we bowled onto this week's episode of Raw, um, opens with Miz TV. Morrison is in the ring to introduce the Miz for his WWE Championship celebration. Uh, Miz comes down and proceeds to talk about his journey over the last 16 whatever years, uh, going from uh, an unwanted rookie to being the WWE Champion. <laughs> Talks about being a two-time Grand Slam Champion. Is
1: that right? Yeah, which we've already spoke about on the Elimination Chamber as wrong. Yeah, In so many levels. <laughs> um, a couple of things as well. Uh, Phillips goes a moment for two best friends. That's John Morrison's moment, likes What is his title? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's
0: former ECW champion John Morrison. You're talking about there.
1: Eh? <laughs> uh, and then the Miz starts panning off about you name them. Uh, they just don't measure up. So listen to the names on this, right? Batista, Cena, Triple H, Big Show, Bobby Lashley, Daniel Bryan, and even Edge. There's an odd one out there.
0: <laughs> there's, there's two odd ones out there. There's Big Show and Lashley.
1: At, at least Big Show is a former world champion. Well, that's true.
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> Big show, Paul White of AEW fame. Of
1: AEW now.
0: <laughs> As of about two, three hours ago. <laughs> uh, Miz proceeds to uh, call himself the Babe roof of WWE because he told everybody uh, exactly what he was going to do and then did it on Sunday in the Elimination Chamber. MVP and Bobby Lashley then made their way down to the ring and what a fucking suit Lashley's got on.
1: Yeah, I, I've got... Lashley looking like he's going to steal some guy's white blonde wife.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hide your wives. Lashley's got a fancy suit (laughs) on. So they come down to the ring. MVP congratulates him on his win uh, and reminds him that it was Lashley who helped him. Miz thanks him and then tries to get the fuck out of Dodge. MVP then reminds Miz um, that he owes Lashley a title shot since Morrison cost him his US title. I don't know how he's worked that one out. (laughs) I really don't know how he's worked that one out. (laughs) Miz says that's fine, but he didn't stipulate when that would be. Lashley's ticked off uh, and just says he wants an answer within the hour.
1: Lashley starts doing karaoke where he goes, one way or another, I'm going <laughs> to get, get you. I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you one <laughs>
0: way. <laughs> he also goes on to say that he'll take the championship off Miz and it will be painful, merciless and awesome. Yeah, all right, Bobby.
1: Yeah, Phil. <laughs> all, all right, Bobby lad. <laughs> Keep the talking to the MVP, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: After this, we get Riddle and the Lucha House Party backstage. Um, They seem to be talking about two different things. Uh, Riddle's talking about playing Warzone and the Lucha House Party are talking about his match at the Chamber.
1: I've got what Riddle says. Go on, enlighten (laughs) Um, me. Thanks, bro-chachos. I couldn't have done it last night without you guys. I mean, to get my first win in Warzone. I mean, I was pinned down in the train station for like an hour they went all commando <laughs> blazing it up right okay. of course you did <clears throat> and then he starts speaking shit again where he goes I'm going to name this little eagle dude Travis that's the little eagle on the title belt mm-hmm. uh, I used to have a friend called Travis once he was a complete metalhead. right right cool cool riddle cool, cool riddle
0: cool cool bro <laughs>
1: the first, cool. the first the <laughs> part fair enough it was it made sense, but it's, who's your pal? Who's your, who's
0: your pal? Who's your
1: who's your mate? <laughs> <laughs> I then should give proceeds, it a... They proceed to ride off in a scooter because, bro,
0: because because <laughs> why not, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I should challenge him to a game of Warzone. I'm friends with him on PlayStation Network, so I'll call him up. Yeah, tell, tell him. Me out. Technically, I'm I'm a friend of the podcast, I guess.
1: (laughs) Do we want him, as that (laughs) mate? Yes, yes, we do. (laughs)
0: Uh, After this, we get John Morrison uh, against Riddle in a non-title match. Um, This wasn't too bad, actually. I remember saying off the back of the Elimination Chamber match that I would quite like to see them in a one-on-one. I thought they had some decent chemistry. Um, So this match starts off with Morrison going for an early standing shooting star press, uh, riddle counters that into a triangle submission morrison, the, it
1: was a bit dodgy why well, yeah it wasn't a counter
0: <laughs> nah, i know what you mean
1: he, he, a, it's like he didn't roll out the way enough <laughs> I think his he arm was... just
0: happened to be there so i'll yeah. grab it and put it in a submission <laughs> <laughs> yeah. morrison breaks the hole by grabbing the ropes uh, and then goes on to evade a couple of kicks on riddle hits back with one of his own uh, riddle then gets back up hits a gut wrench suplex uh, a little bit later on in a match, Morrison hits a thumb to the eye. Um, the rest of you is blocked so he doesn't see it. Morrison then locks in a dragon sleeper and lifts Riddle over the open. Uh, manages to knock him off, then hits a corkscrew over the top rope. The commentary mentioned how he lands awkwardly. Um,
1: yeah, it, it's like his leg got caught going over. Mm, it yeah. looked weird.
0: Uh, after a bit more back and forth on the apron, uh, Riddle hits Morrison with a fisherman's suplex on there. Uh, we come back after the break. Uh, get a decent exchange of some signature moves. So Riddle right. hits the penalty yeah. kicks and forearms.
1: Does Riddle ever hit that like penalty kick before the standard Minzo?
0: No, they always they always move, don't they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: like, it's like when it's,
0: it. it's like when the Miz like goes for the it kicks and he never gets the last one. <laughs> like it's rare that he gets the last one. It's the same with this. I don't know why he bothers doing it because he never connects with it. It just sets up the next move.
1: <laughs> even go even go for the binsel after,
0: he doesn't hit that either. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the big exchange. Uh, yeah, Riddle hits a, a palé kick, some corner forearms, uh, an exploded suplex, and then a floating bro to the outside of Morrison. Uh, and then there's a couple of near falls. Morrison then hits a really good Spanish fly off the middle rope for a near fall. He
1: runs a, up it. Runs up it. Yeah.
0: You forget when you watch matches like this when Morrison's, given a little bit of time, that he is really good. And when he's not stuck with Miz just being a prat and he's given a bit of time to show what he can do, he's an exciting guy to watch. Like his offense is really interesting, the way he kind of kicks and stuff. Um, The only thing is with his kicks, like they look good, but they never look like they really do much damage. Like it's just like they brush the person. Like if he hit them with a bit more mustard, then I think it would be believable. But it's like they look good, but there's, there's very little behind them.
1: It's all about the parkour, isn't it? Really?
0: Yeah. That's that, that's the thing. That's that's why I think he's good. That's why he's really different and he stands out. But they
1: just, he's he's very good in the pre-show match where
0: hmm.
1: Ricochet and Ali. Like just forget alliances is there. Just watch. I was gonna you? say,
0: like ignore it because those three could have a fucking yeah. awesome match. Just just them three. Yeah. Um so yeah, he hits a really good Spanish fly from the middle rope. Uh, gets a near fall. Get a bit more back and forth. Morrison attempts to hit uh, what commentary called the Moonlight Drive, which I've never heard of. What is that?
1: It's like it's basically just a neck, a swinging neck breaker, But Morrison goes over.
0: Oh, okay. That's what I, think, the I, drive I is. think I know which move you mean. I just yeah. wasn't aware that that's what they called it.
1: Okay, that that is, that's what the Minlight, um is. I can't remember if it's before or after the midnight drive, where uh, Riddle hits the bro to sleep.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it he doesn't hit, connect he at hits, all, does he?
1: He hits the bro to sleep, which Morrison sells. It doesn't connect at all. <laughs> but then Morrison, even though it's the bro to sleep, Morrison's <laughs> still wide awake and just super <laughs> kick Riddle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man! So um, yeah, he then hits uh, yeah, does hit the broad sleep after that, uh, and then Riddle eventually manages to overcome Morrison um, by hitting the bro Derek as Morrison goes up to hit Starship Pain um, and picks up the win off that. Uh,
1: Samojo, too bad a match. Samoa Joe forgets and goes. Riddle looked impressive in his first defence.
0: Wasn't a defence. Oh. It was a non-title match, Joe. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. He's not the first commentator to not realise the match stipulation. More on that later. More on that later, yep. Fucking hell, Byron.
1: <laughs> After I've this. Got, I've got a lot of things on Phillips later on, by the way.
0: After this, we get Bad Bunny and Damien Priest backstage. our um, truths in the background for the referee, clearly wanting to try and pin Bunny for the belt. Um, Priest points out, what are you doing over there? Comes out, like, hugs the referee and says, oh, I wasn't trying to do anything. I wasn't trying to win the title back. Um, calls Bad Bunny, bugs Bunny. Uh, Priest steps up to him and just says, fuck off, basically. I will point <laughs> out, though, big ups to Truth for wearing an Iron Paradise, the, the Rock's, like... Um, Workout gear. I don't know if you noticed.
1: I don't. Okay. No. Yeah. There's like the
0: Brahma bull in the middle, and it says Iron Paradise, which is what the Rock calls his his gym.
1: Ah. Yeah.
0: Big fan of that. Uh, We then get the Miz backstage with Postman Pierce complaining about Lashley. Um, says that Pierce should be on his side. Pierce says that he just needs to take on all challenges and to fucking man up, basically.
1: Um, who's the Miz texting at the end?
0: Yeah, I was wondering that. Yeah, he immediately goes to his phone like it was something of significance.
1: Like, but they don't pick up on it. It never gets
0: picked up again later on, does no. it? Yeah, I thought it's strange.
1: That. I mean, they could they could easily brush it off and go, "Oh, it's you, you just want to talk to representatives or lawyers." But someone could say that.
0: Yeah, unless it's something that plays into next week, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if they're that. I don't know if they're that sensible though. I don't know if they're yeah. thinking that far ahead.
1: maybe we. <laughs> We gave them multiple ideas on the night of Elimination <laughs> <Did laughs> Chamber. Did they it exactly Did they the
0: Did they fuck? <laughs> <laughs> After this, we get the New Day versus Retribution. Um, Woods and Kofi dicking about in the apron, waiting for Retribution to come down. Was <laughs> hilarious. Um, just Kofi, just like dry humping the ropes, and Woods. Just doing up- something with that trombone. Just,
1: upside down playing the trombone. Just cracks me up every time.
0: He comes back for the break. He's like, did it, did did it, did it, <laughs> uh So the match starts off with Woods against T Bar.
1: T Bar uh, immediately
0: Re- takes control. Gone?
1: Before you go properly into the match, uh, yeah, yeah. Reckoning's back.
0: Oh, she is, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Reckoning's back, and Woods goes absolutely off his head as soon as he sees her. Give me Reckoning, starts screaming, going, Oh, look, oh! <laughs> uh,
0: give us the match. I think it'd be really fun. They, I think we all, awesome. I
1: mean, if they can do it with Reginald on SmackDown, I don't see why they can't do a Woods and Reckoning one. Yeah,
0: that'd be good, be a good laugh, yeah. be fun. If not, they'll just settle it on the up, up, down, down, won't they? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, T Bar immediately takes control of the match, uh, hits a big knee to the body. Um, New Day briefly hit a double team finish, uh, a double team move, rather, as Woods tags in Kofi off the top rope, but T Bar immediately takes him down. Mace then gets tagged into the match, slams Kofi's head into the mat a few times, which looked pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, before T Bar then smashes uh, Woods off the apron uh, with a big boot, uh, and Mace gets a two count. Retribution do a good job of keeping uh, Kingston isolated for a while. Uh, T Bar attacks Woods uh, on the apron again. Uh, then T-Bar and Mace hit a a double sit-out chokeslam, which I think commentary called it high justice.
1: Yeah, high justice.
0: Um, They look like they're going to go for the pin, but Ali tells them not to, to hit them again, not to pin Kofi. Um, A little bit later, T-Bar is then low-bridged over the top rope by Woods. Kofi hits Trouble in Paradise to both Mace and T-Bar and picks up the win. Pretty quick match over really quickly. I think it was more about what happened afterwards and... Ali just going absolutely ballistic at yeah. the rest of retribution just for continuously losing, not, you know, not listening but, to his advice.
1: Absolutely shouts in everyone's face and like pushes their face away. Looks at Reckoning, goes, Not Reckoning.
0: Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah mate. Nah. I, know, I know your fella is. Break me in two.
1: <laughs> um, b- before Ali does that, when Woods and Kofi are walking away, uh, Woods shouts, your girl, com- your girl came back and you still lost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's such a shitster, really. <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> what do we reckon's happening with that? Like it, it feels like they're kind of teasing a split of them, which I think would be good for everyone if they just then kind of ditch the gimmicks and we just got Dijakovic
1: and Every, everyone back to normal. Mm. Well, apart from Ali to keep him in the same gimmick.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they go with it. Like it feels like they're too far gone.
1: Yeah,
0: they've they've so got themselves f- stuck. They have, they have. We'll see. Um, I still want big things for Ali because he's fucking superb. Yeah,
1: no, I totally agree. Yeah, But I put the pre-show sure as the best match at Chamber. Ali yeah. was one of the main reasons for it. Big standout. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, we then get Lashley backstage of MVP with minutes to go until Miz has to make his decision. Postman Pierce is then in the ring and introduces Lashley. Uh, The Miz eventually comes down to meet Lashley, still in his suit, which Lashley looks furious at. Obviously, he's expecting the match to happen. Uh, Miz tries to talk his way out of defending the belt against him. Lashley then stands there like a stroppy child with his arms folded.
1: (laughs) Miz needs more time to get prepped to be at his best for the prestige of the title. He he wants to give them the best
0: match possible and he needs at least a week to prepare for it. (laughs) <laughs> braun then comes down to the ring uh, with his tree cutting gloves tucked into his belt and says uh says i i want a match um i'm far more clarified than bobby i think just meant to say qualified <laughs> but we'll let him off let him off uh says he's deserving of a title shot which prompts big sweaty Shane O'Mac to come down, starts uh, dancing all over the ring and everyone looks embarrassed to be there.
1: Yep. The best <laughs> in the world does his little jig and everyone's just standing there awkwardly whilst it happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shane then attempts to explain things to Braun, um, but demands Sorry. a match because everybody sucks, apparently.
1: Yeah, more, more at Shane. Did it look like he had died his hair? Oh, do you reckon? I, it looked a bit brown to bit me, of like
0: L'Oreal for men.
1: Oh, Some brown highlights in there. It was like as <laughs> silver and grey came out the sides still, but on top he must have tried to dye it like brown or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot darker than the sides. I'll have, to, I'll have to
0: go back and have a look now. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> call him out a shit hairdresser. <laughs> Unless he did it himself, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Covered me. You got to do it yourself. <laughs> I've
0: seen some shit haircuts during the pandemic. <laughs> like, oh, just leave it. If you can't cut your own hair, just leave it because you're going to look a prat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, Strowman demands a match because apparently everybody sucks. Um, Shane says, no, mate. And Strowman says, well, fuck it. Uh, I'll just face Lashley everything, instead.
1: Everything sucks. This sucks. You it's suck. It's like a child. Balls
0: <laughs> Strowman just says fuck it I'll face Lashley instead Shane goes alright if you beat Big Bobby uh, then you can have a title shot uh, in a triple threat next week Lashley hits Braun with a chop block as he leaves the ring uh, yeah, and that was when, it. They,
1: when they announced that uh, the camera goes on Miz's face and it's just solid like Miz, Miz
0: had some some great stills like some great yeah. facial expressions tonight didn't he most of them just panic and worry yeah <laughs> Like,
1: um, are we meant to feel like sorry for Braun? Or are we meant to...
0: I don't know who I'm meant to feel him. for in this situation.
1: Are we, want him, are we Are they wanting us to want him to win?
0: Like, there's no face in this, really. No. I, I think they're trying to push Braun as the face. Like, like, Miz won it by underhand tactics. Lashley's just an all-out bastard. And Braun's just come back from an injury. So I guess he's the face in this situation, but Braun should never be a face anyway. No. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sticking no, with wrong. members of the Hurt Business, we then get uh, Shelton and Cedric, Raw Tag Team Champions, uh, against the Lucha House Party in a Tornado Tag Match. Uh, this was fairly one-sided for the most part, I thought. Um, yeah, yeah. Hurt business took control from the off and just kept the pressure up for most of the early going. Uh, Cedric hits a spicy looking drop kick to the back of Dorado's neck. Uh, Dorado spicy mate, it's like spicy. It's, it's
1: like a <laughs> Scotch bonnet. <laughs> you, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure even MVP on commentary went, "Oh, that drop kick! Look at my pit bull! <laughs> <laughs> Look at my pit bull! Oh, you bastard!" <laughs>
0: Uh, Dorado and Metalik then try several times to gain advantage um, but Benjamin and Alexander just continue to stay in control Uh, Shelton hits Metalik with a a powerbomb Dorado breaks it up tries to fight back but once again is overpowered Uh, Cedric goes to hit the Neuralizer but Dorado pulls his hands out from under the rope to break it up Uh, Dorado and and Metalik then hit uh, a DDT and follow that up with a splash both men jump on Shelton to pin him but Cedric breaks that up uh, MVP throughout this match was just barking orders throughout the whole thing and just piping up on commentary and being um, real loud about it. Just kept yeah. spurring them on as the match drew to the close.
1: Uh, yeah, a couple of things MVP, MVP says. Um, when they're coddling in each other, like Chow's party in the ring, after yeah. I think their combo moves, uh, MVP goes, Don't play with them. What's he doing? Protecting his baby boy. <laughs> 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 uh, but Byron pipes up as well going, look at your house party, I've heard business's number. MVP goes, I'm about to have your number if you ain't quiet.
0: <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> MVP about to slap Byron Saxton up beside his head.
1: <laughs> Speaking no of message.
0: Byron Saxton, saying stupid things. Byron forgets that there's no tags in a tornado tag match and goes, tag made. Grand Metalika's legal, man. You neep. What are you on about? <laughs> wow. So after Dorado delivers a hurricanrana to Cedric in the corner, uh, Metalik goes for his dive where he kind of walks across the ropes and leaps over, uh, misses and rolls through, and then Shelton obliterates him with a shoulder charge, just turned him inside out. Um, Then right to the end of the match, um, Shelton gets Dorado up, throws him into Cedric, who hits a vicious knee strike. Benjamin then quickly follows up with Pader for the win. Uh, It was a really fast-paced match, um, really, really good, and I think it showed... Obviously, despite Benjamin and Cedric's like kind of arguments over recent months, they do have really, really good chemistry, and when they're on the same page, a like, deserve it. Champions.
1: Yeah, they held that off this week, so yeah, we got a, like a genuine fast tornado tag match, which is yeah. Just what tag. it should
0: be exactly. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. I think no, I think only no break, as you say, was the either which uh, house party cuddling into each other or that two where they were on top, Shelton said we kicked out. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, were yeah. The only two bits where it was a bit. But they were only like five seconds each or
0: something. There wasn't one. Yeah. So. yeah, no, it was decent. Like I say, well, well, like you said, it's it's what a tornado tag match should be. Um, I do feel sorry for Lucha House Party in this a little bit because I've said in recent weeks it's been really nice to see them like go to NXT and have some really good matches there, be part of the Dusty Classic. And they're a really, really good tag team. And I'm much happier now that they're just a tag team. They're a duo rather than the stable with... Yeah, um, Kalisto. Kalisto. I forget his name. He's never on TV anymore, is he? Well, um, he's, he's got that weird hat. That, that weird hat. Cover, face, yeah, mask. just, just one, <laughs> one or the other, mate. It's not both. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like them as a tag team. I think they're really good. Um, they had some awesome, awesome matches in the Dusty Classic. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they'll get their time at some point. Like It felt like a little while ago they were kind of not pushing Grand Metal League, but was just getting a bit more in terms of kind of singles action. Like there was a few matches just on his own. And he's really impressive, man. I remember him in like the Cruiserweight Classic. and just proper standout. So I don't know, hopefully at some point. Grand
1: Metal League got to the final of the Cruiserweight
0: Classic
1: against EJP. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I can't remember which one he beat. It was either... Zack Sabre Jr. or Kota Bushi in the semis as one of damn. the two yeah they were your final four them three and TJP so
0: fucking hell I forget man yes. I need mean, to go back and watch that because that was an awesome tournament I know damn <laughs> Jesus so yeah hopefully Grand Metal gets gets something at some point I think he's awesome really really good deserved of, of much better um after this match, then, we get a quick recap of how Bad Bunny won the 24-7 Championship. Uh, he then comes down the entrance ramp uh, with Damian Priest to
1: start their match with uh, Angel Garza. Um, um, Phillips, welcome back to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Bad Bunny on the right, Priest on the left. It was the other way about. You <laughs> got them mixed up. <laughs> What's, so, is he looking, watching this for a mirror? Come <laughs> on, lad. The one thing you had to get right.
0: <laughs> one job. One, one job, job, mate, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, this wasn't too bad a match, actually. Obviously, it's it's just there to serve as another showcase for Priest and just show him off. Um, and although it was, I wouldn't say it was a squash match, but it was set up mainly uh, just so that Priest looked good. But Gaza came out just looking decent.
1: Yeah, I, I would say it should have been a squash match. Uh, I don't know because right now to me Priest is just looking like Bad Bunny's mate like not even like strong guy for him well just that's the thing mate. they need
0: to at some point they're going to need to detach him because he's just going to get lumbered with that and he's not going to flourish as like, he should do on Raw if that's his kind of oh you just hang about with that Puerto Rican yeah, rapper I've I-
1: I've got a line from Phillips, right? So this is in two parts. So here's your first part. Priest and Bunny, both from the same town. Mm. Right? Like right, that's fair enough. Apparently, they were brought up. Pre- and then this is where he says something weird. Uh priest lived there for ten years. Bad bunny made his own way up. I, what does that even mean? What does that mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean, Phillips? <laughs> i rewound it twice it says that.
0: Just, just to check if you'd heard it wrong or if you hadn't made sense of it so no he's just chatting pup he's not made any sense <laughs> <laughs> oh christ so the match itself um i quite enjoyed it actually um gaza came out this looking looking all right actually um straight off the bell priest smashes gaza with a huge clothesline uh, priest then just continues to keep up the offense, uh hits several punches and some knee strikes uh, downs Garza with a big right in the corner uh, then hits his like flying reverse elbow thing whatever it is in the middle uh Gaza then is able to gain some advantage manages to trip up priest onto the middle turnbuckle uh, follows up with two really good looking clotheslines, uh then tears his pants off throws him at bunny on the outside
1: can- pants
0: you what? Bright pink pants. Bright pink pants.
1: Like bright. Like proper, womanous. proper,
0: like <laughs> they wouldn't look out a place like the side of a road. It's like a warning cone. <laughs> bright as fuck. <laughs> uh, Gaza continues to be down on Priest uh, with punches, a uh, basement drop kick, follows up with a boot in the corner while Priest is down. Uh, Gaza then locks in a camel clutch in the center of the ring, uh, comes out of it throws a few more punches, locks him into a second one. Uh, Priest eventually manages to break out of it, then starts a fight back uh, with a series of heavy strikes, uh, hits a broken arrow for a two count. Garza then connects with a ridiculous clothesline to knock Priest over the top rope, like (laughs) really, really clobbered him. Um, And rather than follow up on it, just decides to turn his attentions to Bad Bunny, which eventually costs him the match uh, because Priest recovers, uh, hits his wheel kick off the top rope, and then hits the Reckoning. It is called the Reckoning. I'm not calling it Hit the Lights.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, mate. Fucking hit the lights. Fuck
0: off. (laughs) Just because Elias is next one of your fucking moves, it doesn't mean so you have to change the finishing name.
1: Right. This is where it's an issue for me, for Priest. Freak shouldn't need a distraction to beat Angel Garza. No,
0: definitely not. He,
1: he shouldn't. Like definitely that's not. you. are like, making. Can, you're
0: not making him look weak, but it's just.
1: You pfft. can have him be as me, just make him do the heavy lifting with ease. Yeah. or at least normally without needing help.
0: Exactly. Bye, yeah. bad bunny. Yeah, I agree. Uh, after the match, twenty-four-seven has come out, tries to go for bad bunny. No one
1: succeeds. Uh, I'm i <laughs> if the Rio still exists uh,
0: apparently he's still a thing <laughs> he's
1: there <laughs>
0: that's mad how you don't see him on TV and for a short while he was like fucking hot as chips when he and, and they were really high on him the
1: US title and yeah. rivalry at one point
0: yeah and now it's just like you see him probably once a month in a fucking queue of other guys trying to chase <laughs> our truth around it's mad Absolutely mental. <laughs> <laughs> um, we then get a recap of Autumn last week. Uh, the distraction that Bliss caused, uh, which led to Randy being counted out of the match. Um, then shows Bliss from last week casting spells and shit. And then Radley starts to feel a bit queasy and throws up a mouthful of Aniseed blackjacks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, he ate too many blackjacks. <laughs> what, I've literally got that written down. <laughs> At least we're on the same page Brilliant. <laughs>
0: Brilliant. <laughs> next up, we get Aska and Sympathetic Babyface Charlotte whoa, Flair. Oh,
1: whoa. whoa. You missed a vital point here, mate. Oh, have I? So someone's joining Raw next week. Oh. I didn't see that. Oh yeah, Rhea Ripley's uh, joining Raw next week. How did I miss how that? Who did, did you
0: miss it? I must have popped to grab like some water or something and just left it on in the background. Yeah. Oh it, fucking hell, like, Troy. It
1: was a 30 second promo video of Rhea Ripley and then uh, next week on Raw. Well Rhea that's Ripley's fucking awesome. Coming. So after Randy
0: Orton's throwing up his blackjacks, we then get a little 30 second video of Rhea Ripley telling us he's going
1: to win Raw. Actually, it was before the in
0: part, but it's fine. Oh, for fuck's sake. Basically, <laughs> Ripley's on Raw next week. Make sure you watch it. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> uh And when she is on Raw next week, hopefully she's coming for Asuka. Just put her straight in the title picture. At least have Asuka defend her fucking championship, because it's uh, been months.
1: I've got more on
0: that later. Oh, okay. Okay. So next up we get Asuka and right. sympathetic babyface right. Charlotte Flair against
1: after after Orton coughing up blackjacks it instantly goes to all four of them just in just the in ring. the ring
0: they like... didn't even get an entrance <laughs> mad isn't it
1: <laughs> Mental. I mean
0: just I'm alright with Charlotte not getting an entrance but you don't do that to the the the, the tag team champions and you definitely don't do that to Asuka. Don't do it to the Raw Women's Champion. you now. <laughs> have a word of yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Asuka and Baszler start the match. Uh, they have a, an exchange of a few submissions um, for the, the early going. Joan Coventry says that Asuka is keeping Charlotte close because it will make her successful. Fuck off. She's the oh. Raw Women's Champion. She was one of the longest reigning NXT Women's Champions. She doesn't need that shit. To
1: be fair if she stays teaming up with Charlotte, Charlotte's never going to take that title off her. <laughs> <laughs> Why? would <do> you mean? <laughs> Big brain. Asuka's <laughs> <bust> it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Big brain Asuka. Big <laughs> brain <laughs> Um After this, Shane and Asuka uh, both tag out of the ring. Uh, Charlotte and Naira are in. Uh, after a commercial break, Basler and Jax uh, have Asuka cornered. They're working over her left arm. Uh, Jax then hits Charlotte with a huge forearm near the ropes. Um, oh, sorry, I've missed a bit. Uh, Asuka obviously manages to eventually tag in. Um, yeah, well... And Jax and Charlotte in the ring.
1: But be- Before that hot tag from Asuka, it was Charlotte gets battered for a whole two seconds and then she keeps reversing everything. Yeah. Uh, a sunset flip slash bomb, but Nia's too, to too big to actually do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous if you can't do it don't try it
1: yeah Sank. Um and then Charlotte gets leg dropped as she goes for the figure four which would eventually set up Asuka getting a hot tag that's right. It. it was quite cool how she went for it and then just as soon as she touched the floor bang Nia Jax squished
0: her yeah 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 <laughs> so Jax and Charlotte are in the ring uh, and Jax hits Charlotte with a massive forearm, which genuinely looked like it rocked Charlotte a bit. Charlotte was clearly pissed off because then it just unloads a load of forearms onto her, knocks Shayna and Naira out of the ring. Um, after the commercial break, uh, Naira's on top of Asuka, uh, Baszler tags in, continues to cut the ring in half for Asuka and prevents her making the tag. I've noted here, why are they making Asuka look so weak at the moment? Like she's yeah. just, it's nonsense.
1: Well, uh, is this the part where she gets kicked in the mouth? Yes. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. Where Shayna gets the tag and just goes kicking Aska right in the mouth. Yeah. Where she literally loses a tooth. Yeah. Vicious. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: fucking yeah, hell.
1: If you, if you, there's a slow-mo on Twitter going on it, going about, right, of it. If you see it, it's not Shayna's fault because she does go for the Aska's arm to kick, mm. but yeah. it's her actual heel. That it catches keeps it. Going and just oh, throttles it. Travel everything. through, throttles of yeah. mush.
0: <laughs> Christ. It's
1: like, ouch. And then obviously you see Shayna like jump over Ascot instantly. Obviously yeah. to say, Are you okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hell. It's, it's nasty.
1: It's nasty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Charlotte gets tagged in, goes to work on Baszler, manages to back her into the corner. Tags in Jax, which allows her to take control of the match again. Charlotte then counters a double suplex attempt. Tries to gain the advantage again by hitting both women with a series of kicks and forearms. But Jax manages to catch Charlotte as she goes for a a low kick. Unnails Charlotte with a powerbomb. Gets a two count off that. A little later in the match, Asuka and Jax are are in the ring. Asuka starts to build some steam and fires up. Uh, Goes on the attack against both opponents. Manages to lock uh, Jax in an armbar. Uh, but Baszler boots are in the mush. This is when it was. It was a little bit after yeah right, sorry. yeah uh. that's all right. uh Charlotte then unintentionally boots Asker in the head, uh, which allows yes. Jacks to hit a big leg drop and pick up the win.
1: which means by proxy, Naya Jax is now the number one contender for both the raw. And Smackdown Women's Day.
0: (laughs) Absolute bullshit. (laughs) We know it doesn't work like that.
1: (laughs) She's going to be holding all three titles at media. All of
0: the belts. (laughs) (laughs) Nia three belts. (laughs) After the match, why does Charlotte make Asuka feel like shit for the loss? It's nonsense. Yeah.
1: Asuka sweeps Charlotte away because obviously she got kicked in the mousse. Now... In my eyes, I I am agreeing with Asuka. Obviously, Charlotte was going for Baszler, but at Charlotte, we're used to seeing Charlotte do these things. Yeah, yeah. So why should I feel sorry for Charlotte?
0: (laughs) Never, never, (laughs) ever, ever, ever. (laughs) More on that later. (laughs) More, yeah. I've I've got a few words about the bit. I'm, I'm sure I know which bit you're referring to. (laughs) <laughs> is it, is it a, a little backstage promo with a certain Wait, Hall of Famer?
1: Maybe. Two-time <laughs> Hall of Famer. <laughs> Give a
0: fuck. Nah. <laughs> um, so after this, we get uh, Jeff Hardy
1: against Seamus. Um, according to Phillips, Jeff Hardy, who withstood the Elimination Chamber, he didn't, he lost.
0: <laughs> Drew withstood it. <laughs> Drew, West Jeff, did it. Jeff did not <laughs> get it right. Fucking commentary. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, so, at the start match, Seamus comes out swinging, uh, looks hyper aggressive, smashes Jeff off um, and, and keeps up just relentless offense. Uh, Seamus levels Jeff with a clothesline uh, as Jeff starts to fire up. Jeff then does start to make a comeback, knocks him off the apron, uh, runs around, hits poetry in motion off the steps. Uh, after the break, Seamus uh, nearly breaks fucking Jeff in half with three really vicious heavy bat breakers. Uh, but Hardy then halts uh, Seamus' attack with a jawbreaker. Jeff then sidesteps Seamus in the corner to hit Whisper in the wind, um, but was too bollocks to roll over and make the cover. Yep. <laughs> Couldn't it be <laughs> Couldn't it be asked? Jeff then climbs the top rope, goes for no. what I thought was no. going to be.
1: No. no, no. Go on. See, what? you're wrong as well. He climbs to the middle rope. Oh, and then, okay. And then Phillips goes, thinking about the swan. Oh, ta- no. The, no. Splash. It's just a. Well, <laughs> when does he ever do a swan on off the middle rope?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got a bit giddy. I assumed he was going to do it. <laughs> yeah,
1: It was Jeff's fault because he'd done his whole uh, Yeah, thing. Like that's <laughs> what he was going to do. Yeah.
0: Fucking neap. <laughs> Uh yeah, so he hits a splash, gets a two-count off that. Seamus then blocks uh, a pendulum drop kick in the corner, builds a bit of momentum, but Jeff quickly responds back with a twist of fate. Uh Jeff then goes up to the top again, the actual top, uh, but Seamus gets up. Uh Jeff goes for a twist of fate. Seamus pushes him back against the ropes, misses a bro kick, Jeff rolls him up for two. Seamus then immediately back up to his feet jabs Jeff in the face of a right hand hits a massive pump knee and then follows up with a bro kick for the win uh, um, I thought it was just an alright match actually
1: uh, yeah I thought it was a good match um, Jeff tries to reach the rope on four as well did you notice that
0: <laughs> did he
1: yeah What well, once once Sheamus won Jeff tried to go oh, to reach the bottom rope <laughs> like he looked at the bottom rope and went for it <laughs>
0: Brother, brother, out. brother! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> we then get Ric Flair and Charlotte backstage. Um, uh-huh. do, do you want to take this bit, mate? I'm, oh. I'm assuming you've got a few choice words on
1: it. Uh, I've, I've literally wrote two lines because the rest was an absolute dribble. <laughs> it's um, not like you to write only two honestly, lines on something that's absolute triple. <laughs> I'm, I'm all I'm all for shape, fucking backstage segments but they have to be some sort of funny or <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? I actually thought this was quite good like it felt quite impassioned actually.
1: Well, I uh, I've got a I've got a thing for this at the end. I've, okay. I've, I've got a plan of how we okay. can fix this okay yeah. fair enough uh, so ba- basically the two lines I've got here uh, Charlotte goes why do you think it's funny I can't concentrate because of this Lacey crap um, well neither Lacey or Ric Flair came out tonight yeah so you were
0: still shite
1: you were still sorry, shite
0: sorry fucking no excuse hand
1: your, your arses at your window as they say <laughs> <laughs> just, just as you say <laughs> Uh, Rick and then Ric Flair decides to call himself Ric Flair, the man behind the Raw Women's title.
0: Wow, that's that's a bold claim.
1: <laughs> that was a bold hell, lad.
0: Claim. What are you playing <laughs> at? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was. I I didn't mind it. I thought it was quite impassioned, and I thought, but that, if it had been anyone else, I probably would have liked it. But I'm like. Charlotte Flair, like, how can I feel sorry for you? You're a bit of a dick. So yeah. yeah. Right. If it had been any other character, would it have been good. Right. Um, Troy, Troy, do
1: you want me to fix this situation for you? Oh, go on. Right. Big brain here, Right. Big brain. Big brain. Right. Big brain. Right? So obviously we've seen Charlotte and Rick have a little fallout and cry to each other. Charlotte goes, I I love you. Right, I love game. you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, ba- basically either Ask on Charlotte fell out, so them at Fast Lane, right? Okay. Rick, Rick comes out, course Ask on the title, Charlotte's a champ. Right? Okay. Right. We're just don't just stay with No, me. I'm I'm with then, you. I'm with you. We go to Mania, we either get a triple threat. With them two in it, okay, and or or we just get the singles match of Charlotte versus Ripley. <laughs> Charlotte versus Ric Flair. Ripley, no,
0: Rhea. Ripley. Oh, Ripley. Sorry, I thought you said Ric no, Flair. No, no, no,
1: no, no. I'm serious here. I'm trying to save
0: this. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> that well, yeah, no. It's as far as fantasy booking goes. Um, it's a fairly sensible one.
1: Yeah. Something then, I'd like
0: to watch. Obviously. I think Ripley needs her win back from Mania last year, for yes, sure. There's yes. Oscar isn't doing anything with the belt at all. And that's not a knock on her because she's excellent. She's just been booked terribly. So just put it on someone else. Like, I wouldn't mind if they briefly put it on Charlotte for Ripley to take it off her at Mania. I mean, who
1: was our last defence against, like...
0: It was ben, like October, November.
1: Peyton Royce or Charlotte in like December or November. Like yeah, some yeah, right. Yeah. She's literally doing nothing with it. Yeah. So it's just either it's such a waste. Hover in a triple threat mania with Ripley and Charlotte, or yeah. just give it to Charlotte Fastlane.
0: Yeah, and then As, have Ripley take off Charlotte. Third. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. no, it makes sense. I. I buy into that, I'd be very happy to see that. Nice. I thought you're gonna come out as a nonsense like no I don't know, no, no horn no. swoggle on a forklift match. <laughs> 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 uh, speaking of nonsense, we then get Naomi and Lana versus mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. This was the absolute drizzling shit. It did nothing for anyone involved in the match and I'll tell you what it felt like for me do you remember before that whole Give Divas a Chance movement started and the women <laughs> would just get, like, 15, 20-second matches? That's what this felt like. It was crap. Everyone in would... this is deserving of better. Like, Naomi's uh, only been back about two weeks and she's already been putting shit like this.
1: I, I remember at Survivor Series one year before the Diva revolution happened, it was, like, seven on seven. And literally three of the women were out in the first 30 seconds. Yeah, it's... <laughs>
0: Fucking bollocks. That's exactly what this felt like. So to sum it up, I've written one line on this match. And that isn't because I couldn't be asked. That's because
1: there was everything all. that yeah, happened,
0: everything that happened, you could fit into one line. Yeah. So Rosenbrook were on top for all of about a minute. Lana tag Naomi and they hit a double face buster and they won. That was it.
1: Well, I, I've just put double team, either Bella Buster, or more importantly, the x Factor. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Making a big comeback.
1: (laughs) Let's save this segment by going, oh, Mandy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the only thing that can save that. And we don't even get that music anymore. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Next up was... Another fairly short match, um, but quite enjoyable. And um, we get AJ Styles against Ricochet. So the match starts with Ricochet getting in some offense. Um, it's Styles of uh, a few kicks, punches, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Styles then manages to hit a suplex uh, to him uh, into the corner. Uh, AJ then gets a bit brash and arrogant, which allows Ricochet to hit a flurry of punches to down AJ. AJ then hits a, a good-looking snap suplex into the corner to slow down Ricochet. AJ then continues his beat down uh, in the corner, um, but Ricochet then responds with a bit of offense of his own uh, in the opposite corner of the ring. Uh, AJ then hits a front face slam off the top rope uh, and attempts to catch Ricochet, and I think they were going for a hurricanrana spot, but they sort of botched it slightly. But being the professionals that they are, they did manage to salvage
1: it. On what? The rocks?
0: Yeah. So he caught...
1: Yeah, what I think they were going for is do you remember when they done that spot a couple of weeks ago or a month ago?
0: We caught an appointment of the Styles clash. Yeah. Oh I okay. think that's
1: what they were going for. That's oh, what fair because enough. it was it was the exact same setup.
0: Ah, fair days. Ah, oh, could so, well have been.
1: Yeah.
0: Um after that Ricochet continues to keep the pressure on Styles. Uh he goes up to the top rope, attempts a at six thirty, AJ rolls out of the way and absolutely crumbles ricochets in with a knee and that just puts him to sleep uh stars and just picks up his limp body puts him in the stars clash and gets a pretty quick win uh after the match Armas uh smashes ricochet up obviously we're getting a feud between aj and ricochet going ahead um and good. It, we, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm interested in that they're, they're gonna have a
1: really really good match great good. chemistry give ricochet like actual rivalries not yeah. saying that Ali wasn't, but before Ali, no, but before he that, didn't. exactly. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's been on main yeah. event for a couple of months, but we've not seen him.
1: Oh, almost, almost kills Ricochet with a Kali choke slam.
0: The, the deadliest <laughs> of choke slams I'll have you know.
1: Yes.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ! Uh, so then we move into the final match and segment of the night, uh, which is Lashley against Braun Strowman. Just before the match, Miz and Morrison are backstage having a little chin wag. They're approached by Braun, who makes his way to the ring. Uh, Joe's Smojo on commentary is very quick to make a Godzilla and King Kong reference. They're absolutely shoehorning that sponsorship in, aren't yeah. they? Yep.
1: <laughs> At some
0: point, they're yeah, sponsoring no, a fucking pay per view. Fast lane. Mike,
1: Mike Rome forgets the um, word scheduled because he, <laughs> yeah, the he po- did. The following contest is. For one one fall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Mike, mate. Jesus. You're better than this, lad. (laughs)
1: Just cause commentary fuck up. Doesn't mean you need me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Again, this was
0: another quick match, but actually this didn't need to be anything more than it was.
1: No, I enjoyed Um, it. Yeah, I did Um,
0: actually. For what it was, I, I did enjoy it. Um, Miz comes out uh, to join the commentary team for the match so straight from the uh, Osh from the off Lashley takes down Braun uh, with a waistlock Strowman gets back up responds to the same move gets a quick one count Strowman then stays on top of Lashley with some clubbing forearms and a big corner splash Uh,
1: Samoa Joe at the point goes Braun dropping those cement cement
0: cement it's cement. It, it's, it's cement Joe yeah cement, cement <laughs> I thought, I thought he said something else I was like he's definitely not dropping that on him come on <laughs> <laughs> uh, Braun drops Lashley over the top rope then goes for his run around like fucking locomotive shoulder charge uh, Lashley shows some fucking agility and leaps up onto the apron which sees Braun then smash into the steps uh, Lashley then launches himself off hits an elbow uh, rolls Braun back into the ring. He then follows up with a low kick to the knee and then uh, a flatliner for a two-count pin attempt. Lashley continues the beatdown and Braun sets up for the hurt lock, but Braun elbows his way out of it. Lashley then gets Strowman up for the suplex, which is fucking mental. Yeah. like Got him up and got him up properly as well. Uh, Braun manages to wriggle free. Strowman then hits a forearm to the back uh, and then a clothesline. Strowman hits a power slam. But Lashley kicks out a two and commentary absolutely sell the shit out of the power slam being like this world beating move. Like no one ever kicks out a power slam. I don't remember the last person that kicked out of it. I'm like, I
1: mean, it's not that Go- big a move. Goldberg kicked it a three last year. Exactly. Well, boom, before he got pinned by the third one.
0: <laughs> it's, it's not that big a move. It, I'm, it's a I'm sorry to slam, tell man. you, it's a, just a power <laughs> slam. Come on. So, my like British Bulldog back in the 90s. He used to use that as a finisher because it was legitimately a big move back then. Yeah. Now, no, no chance. Every-
1: everyone does a power slam if they're Fucking... over like six foot
0: four. Fuck off. Cruiserweights <laughs> are doing power slams. I've seen Tony Nese whip out power slams. It's not a big move. <laughs> oh, dear. Lashley gets up off the power slam, uh, hits and smashes brawn with a spear for the win. Um... Miz then looks like he's absolute shatter brick. Uh, Lashley goes after Braun again post-match, knocks him down uh, and locks in the full Nelson Hurtlock. Miz then tries to rush Lashley in the ring from behind with a belt, but Lashley managed to hit a spine buster and then a spear. Um, like I say, really short match, designed to make Lashley like an absolute beast, which it well, definitely did. Keeps him looking this, strong.
1: This reminds me of TNA wrestling Bobby Lashley. Oh, really? this, is what, this is what this reminded me of, yeah. Okay, just explosive,
0: like, short, like... like.
1: He, yeah, explosive, short, just full throttle. Like, he can go,
0: just yeah. he never stops. Yeah.
1: He, he was the Brock Lesnar of TNA. Really? Yeah. I didn't really in, watch
0: TNA when he was in it, but no, from from what I hear, he was he was pretty big deal t- there.
1: In TNA, he was the Brock Lesnar of TNA, but oh, really? he actually got... More than a ten
0: minute match out. Of. Yeah, yeah, uh, decent.
1: Th- this just reminded me of how good Lashley is. Yeah, it was yeah. So I'm
0: good. I'm warming to Lashley now. Like I still don't think much of his kind of character. Like I'm I'm happy for MVP to be his mouthpiece, and it's it's like that Heyman Lesnar dynamic, isn't it? Where the big guy doesn't have to say much, but he's got his hype man. Yeah. He can say things every now and again, but he's not reliant on his voices in ring stuff to sort of talking for him.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure later on in his impact career MVP was his mouthpiece too, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. I'm sh- I'm sh- I'm not 100 that, but I'm sure he was for a while. That's tasty. Time. He'll know. Yeah, <laughs> I, tasty. He'll know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, this this was cool actually. Like I say, like last year's grown on me the last few weeks. They they're really building him up, aren't they? And they're doing a good job of it. Um, he looks awesome. they like I said they kept him looking strong by kicking out of Strowman's finisher. Um which is clearly the biggest move since the pedigree according to commentary um but beat him clean as well so yeah it's yeah they're putting him over hella at the moment and that's cool i'm good with that um but that was raw it was it was an all right episode it was very up and down i think but yeah, it did but- some as jay calls it some world building for for fast lane coming up and we're starting to get a look at some of the the fuse going into that. I know, another pay-per-view on the road to WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> I've only ever enjoyed one Fastlane match in its whole lifetime. Really? That's it. Yeah, I hate Fastlane with a passion. It's <laughs> absolute dribble. It's just
0: <laughs> it's but, just another pay-per-view to shoehorn in when they, they really yeah, don't need it. There's, like, there's they only could...
1: been one match genuinely on all Fastlane cards that I've enjoyed. Really? That match... Was Lesnar versus Reigns versus Dean Ambrose in a triple threat?
0: Fucking hell, I remember that.
1: Yeah, that's the only match that's I've ever enjoyed that Fastlane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty poop, and it, it's just, yeah, there's no need for it. Um, oh. but yeah, it, so next week, uh, off the back of this, we're getting Lashley versus the Miz. Um, I feel like the Miz is going to wriggle his way out of it, or he's winning by fuckery i am hoping next. that that I'm hoping that, that text he was sending is meaning something for next week but like I say I'm not sure WWE think that far ahead. No,
1: definitely not. How <laughs> be mess going off his own back like oh it just like going into get over. <laughs> going into his
0: business for himself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh
0: so that was raw as I say um not a bad episode. What were your
1: uh highs and lows Aaron? Um my high, uh, well, my, what did I have? I had it in my head. My high is going to be um, the main event. For once, I'm going to yeah. have the big, thick men. Big, oh, thick men. Me. A, yeah. a big,
0: tasty special.
1: Usually I'm a high-flying guy, but I'll go for the two big men this time. Thick
0: boys, and, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and my low is going to have to be like Damien Priest and Bad Bunny just all together yeah I, I want more for Priest yeah no I that's fair enough I need
0: more Priest. from Priest
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fair dues um, similarly
1: I've, al- go I've also got Jay messaged me right and he said to give give us as high as a horse right oh go on uh, then uh, as high as Mandy and Dana versus Lang on Naomi fuck off was it <laughs> Because he wants to see more of Niamh Baszler as we've got them for the past two weeks, like on every show, and he's loved it. And his <laughs> and his low is Ripley coming to Raw because he doesn't want to see her near the main event. And if you want to tweet him and have a go at him, you can tag him at Osterwild on Twitter. <laughs> Ah, oh,
0: superb! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my enjoy what we used me. I'm I'm probably going to have to agree with Jay on those. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my highs and lows. Um, my lows going to be uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke against Lana and Naomi. Um, just shit. Like I said, very reminiscent of. The, the kind of the pre-Divas movement nonsense where we're getting like one, one and a half minute matches. Like no one came out of that looking good, in my opinion. No. Uh, and my highlight, same as yours, mate, absolutely love Lashley and Strowman. Did exactly yeah. what it needed to do. Uh, Lashley looks like an absolute monster and all, I'm all, absolutely all here needs, for it.
1: All, all he needs now is a sweatband back. That's all he needs. Oh, yes. Like, they were got band. impact Bobby Lashley but <laughs>
0: Oh, give that man a sweatband (laughs) (laughs) so that wraps things up for this week's episode of Raw before we go Aaron lets people know where they can find us on all of our social media channels
1: you can get us at Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast where you can get all our past live streams past live watch alongs for pay-per-views you can get us on Twitch at Untitled Wrestling Pod to do the exact same Past gamer videos as well. Um, and you can also get us at Untitled Dress Boy on Twitter if you want to say anything to us or capture lovely, lovely banter.
0: Lovely, lovely banter. And to give a shout out to our sponsor, ThatchFace.com. Uh, If you need anything for your beard and your facial fuzz or you want to buy someone else a gift for their beard and facial fuzz, head over to ThatchFace.com. Use the discount code TroyXL85. I'll get you 20% off your purchase of beard oils, balms, brushes, combs, gift sets, apparel, uh, loads of really good stuff on there. So head over and it's all for a good cause. Proceeds go to Testicular Cancer UK. Uh, And to big up and give a shout out to... Tasty's brewery topropebrewing.com get yourself on there um they've just been canning an absolute boatload of drinks uh loads of new stuff on their website at the moment so head over to topropebrewing.com and get yourself some wrestling themed beers uh before we go we are doing our very first open session this sunday uh from 9 p.m on facebook and twitch uh it's UT UK time, 9pm, um, where we will just be hosting a, a very much an open forum for anyone to come and chat about everything and anything, pro wrestling, uh, whatever promotion you follow, whatever questions you've got, whatever talking points you want to bring up. Uh, we will be there along with uh, the guys from the Damn It Vince podcast. So make sure you give those guys a shout, check them out, uh, give them a listen. Really, really good group of guys. Uh, so yeah, until the next time, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been uh, Untitled Wrestling Podcast. And we'll see you soon. Bye.
1: An audience member asked the question, all wrestling fans want to know.
0: Why is your hair so wet? (laughs) (laughs) Is that about Roman perchance? (laughs) You
1: must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.